Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Good Times. Joining me is my sidekick. Uh, I'm Dr. Eisenberg. Good morning, Big Nicks. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning. Okay. What's going on, Johnny? Not a whole heck of a heap. What you up to this morning? Uh, well, uh, it's almost Halloween. That's coming up. Got your costume ready? You excited? Yeah, I'm going to a Halloween party. Maybe it'll be fun. Maybe it'll be lame. I guess I'll have to go and ruin it and find out. It's a solid plan. Yeah. And this show isn't coming out until I already have ruined it or saved it. That's, so, a, good, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, we're getting the show ready early, so just in case the Halloween is fucking buzz onkers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're ready. Uh, speaking of ruining Halloween, though. Okay. Okay. You remember last year we got hit with a Frankenstorm? Yes. And I know I'm the only one who still calls it a Frankenstorm, but maybe everyone else should get a sense of humor about tragedy. <laughs> yeah, stupid dead kids. But it got me... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it got me thinking, okay? Okay. All right. You, you know the Farmer's Almanac? That they print every year, even though it's crazy old-timey and not scientific and not reliable. Yeah, it's, it looks, it's, a, it's that book that looks like Dr. Bronner's soap, but there's no soap inside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like they publish a new edition every year, mm-hmm. and every once in a while you'll find somebody who's either new-agey or just doesn't think about things that much. It's like, it's so accurate, you won't even believe it. It, like, guesses all these trends and stuff. Yeah. So I was thinking, even though the Farmer's Almanac is traditionally not scientific anyway... Yeah. Obviously, they're going to hit from time to time just because season's predictable. Yeah, it's known in January. Shocker. Ah. But I'm thinking, as the climate becomes more erratic and unpredictable, is the Farmer's Almanac taking that into account, like the editors and writers? Or is it just becoming, like, more and more unreliable? Like, are they still predicting the traditional patterns from, like, the 19th century? See, now, I assume that the uh, the Farmer's, Farmer's Almanac, the people who print it, uh-huh. they just have a big bank of, you know, stock text. Right. And back in the day, it was all, like, on file somewhere. Now, I assume it's all on a computer somewhere. You think they're just, like, shuffling predictions every decade? Yeah, like, if you, if you sit down with every edition of the Farmer's Almanac and, you know, read through them all and compare each one, it's like, oh, hey, they said winter this year was going to be just like the winter in 1907, word for word. And right. Yeah, you don't know. I mean... I mean, like, that's mildly forgivable now. Nope, it's like... Nobody's going to test that. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Yeah, well, yeah, because no one who's going to care is going to believe it anyway. But, yeah. like... Like, like right now, it's almost forgivable. Like, well, December wasn't as cold as they said. Whatever. But, like, in 50 years, when there's, like, palm trees in February yeah. and shit, it's like... It's, oh, yeah, it, when it starts raining palm trees, because that's weather. Yeah. That's kind of weather. Well, you know, no, like, when palm trees grow because the seeds migrate north uh, because uh, it's warm uh, enough. Okay, I get You understand yeah, plants but, and seeds? It, and Yeah, but it doesn't just happen in February. Okay, fine, go on. No, 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 my point is it'll be so warm in February. It'll be like in Southern California. It'll be viable. I get what you're saying, okay. but there are palm trees here never, so it, I think specifying the month is going too narrow. Anyway, well, go on, go listen, on. Listen, listen. The, the, if, if you tried to plant a palm tree here in July, it might be okay, but the sapling would die in the winter time. I am so bored. Tell me about the almanac. <laughs> Point is, it's going to get really goddamn silly. Yes. Yeah, yes. if they keep recycling the next. Or, or an enterprising editor can be like, well, a certain number of people are going to buy this horse crap every year anyway, 
let's go to town with it. Let's start making the crazy global warming predictions. I mean, global warming predictions aren't crazy. They're clearly happening. But let's start making predictions about Godzilla rising up. Yeah, exactly. And like Sharknados and shit. Sharknados, absolutely. We already had a Frankenstorm, so... Yeah, so you know. obviously uh, Sharknado is next. Some kind of super volcano, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely they should do that. I mean... I think the model that the Farmer's Almanac should follow is the model uh, first put forth by the good folks at Cracked Magazine. Cracked Magazine. Not a great magazine. Knockoff of Mad Magazine, which has seen better years. Oh, yeah. Better decades. Yeah. A century certainly better than this one. Mm -hmm. But, you know, back in the day, they were the king of movie parodies where all the names are changed and Cracked was just struggling to keep up. Sure. And then they went out of print and came back as a, as a website, and they were like, you know what, fuck it. Let's just publish humorous articles full of weird facts about history. Mm. And, oh my god, they blew up. Everyone loves them now. Yeah, people, people actually read that website. People probably don't even realize, people who knew about the magazine probably don't even realize it's the same publication. There's an unbroken line there. Honestly, until you said that right now, I did not know Crack.com was related to... Cracked magazine. Yeah, once upon a time. Wow. Yeah, and you see, I think the farmers almanac should do that. Like, they should just start predicting crazy ass shit. Every year, they write a book of impossible, ridiculous predictions: Sharknados, Return of Jesus, Saving Hitler's Brain, whatever. See, then I'd probably actually buy it. Everyone would buy it every year to read the crazy shit. And, like, do it on purpose. Really try to be funny with it, you know? That actually sounds good. But it has to be the original Farmer's Almanac, like the same font and copyrights and everything. Oh, yeah, same fancy cover. It just gets bonkers. Yeah, and everyone would buy one every year. Free idea, guys. Yeah, actually. Make it happen. But I would like to be paid for that. Oh, yeah, me too. We have it on file here. Yeah, so, you know, we got this time stamped on the day it comes out. So, good luck, jerks. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, anyway. Okay, anyway. Can we just uh, do a topic or... It's Halloween. Let's get our topic on. Let's hope it's scary. I think we've only got scary ones left, so... (laughs) I've seen the list. Yeah. You folks haven't. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, 29. Haunted dice. No, same ones. Same ones. 29 is... Son of a bitch. Come on. Okay. The Real Meaning of Valentine's Day, submitted by Jay. Thanks, Jay. Jay, Jay, you monster. Even when you're not trolling us, somehow, somehow. <sighs> Wrong holiday. Okay, fine. Real Meaning of Valentine's okay, Day. Okay, sure. Yeah, Fuck that Fuck works. It. Let's it's do ha- this. It's Halloween. Let's, let's make this happen. What's the Real Meaning of Valentine's Day? Uh, the Gary Marshall should have stuck the TV. Oh, my God. What? No. What? <laughs> Valentine's Day oh, the, is the, such a terrible Valentine's movie. Valentine's Day, the, the ensemble romantic comedy. That movie. It's even worse than Gary Marshall's New Year's Eve. And that movie is awful. Uh, quick question. Yeah. Why have you seen both? Um, because when it. Okay, you know how I don't like movies? Yes. When I watch movies, I do so masochistically. 
Well, I don't watch movies and think I might like this movie. I see, you know, I see like when I see a movie that I might like, like something that's a classic that everybody loves, like The Godfather. Yeah, I go, eh, I should probably see that at some point. Everyone says it's wonderful. I'll probably love it. You know, and then yeah. I never get around to it. Yeah, yeah. And then I see ensemble cast with Ashton Kutcher and Bradley Cooper. I will hate this so hard. I have to see it now because I have to ruin movies. Well, look, man, I have that impulse as well, but there's a fucking limit. To you, maybe? Uh, well, uh, yes, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Why I'm, would you? I mean, I'm like, going I'm, to eleven. This is this is. I can't say it's as bad as the Yugi Loves because nothing is. Because no, no, that one is like abusive. Yeah, the Yugi Loves was within my limit for what I'm willing to put up with. So, but at the same time, it probably is worse. It probably is worse as a film. Yeah, yeah. You should see it. You should see it. You know, we can pause the show and you can come watch it with me, and we'll hate it together. All right, I guess. Yeah. There's a monster in my pants, and it does a nasty... Actually, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not watching it. I don't blame you. No. Okay, okay. So you got... Wait, I, I took notes. Okay. Oh, you have notes on this movie. So you... so Gary Marshall, this is... He's the guy who did, like, Happy Days and Mork and Minnie and Laverne and Shirley. Classic sitcoms, right? I, so now he makes ensemble cast movies. Yeah. And this was in 2010. Okay, we got... It's it's The thing is, it's not a comedy. It's not a drama. It's just... A hundred little snippets of boring people's lives that don't matter, and they just all happen on a day, and they're, like, intertwined. I hate... I actually, no, I don't hate this. Okay. You see, right now, you're making it sound like maybe Robert Altman, P.T. Anderson, you know, directors I like. All right. So tell me why I hate this. All right, so we're going to go a little uh, little outside of that. Um, uh, we can start with the talent, okay? Ashton Kutcher proposes to Jessica Alba at the I beginning. hate this movie. Okay, his best friend... Is Jennifer Garner, oh, uh, and fuck. she's dating Patrick Dempsey. Uh, who the fuck okay. is Patrick Dempsey? Um, he's uh, 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 the hunk from uh, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, he's a Grey's Anatomy hunk. He's Doctor McHunk Hunk. Basically, yeah. yeah. There's, no, a, there's they actually have names like that. On that there's show. actually two hunks from Grey's Anatomy because there's also a guy named Eric Dane. There's a double Grey's he's, Anatomy hunk. Off? He's basically just plays a hunk. <laughs> Because he's like an aging football star. He's like, he's doing like a Brett Favre thing. What, what he's sending dick pics? Uh, no. Is there a dick pic story in this movie? Sadly, no. What? He's, he's doing the other Brett Favre thing where he's getting old and he's trying to decide if he wants to retire. Oh, so um, the, the, there's four sequels then? Or? No. Haha, Brett Favre joke. <laughs> um, but like, you're telling me though, that like, okay, they did the ensemble romantic comedy movie. Featuring every possible configuration of, you know, romantic comedy movie cliches, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, so... And they didn't have a storyline about a dick pic or other compromising photo? Well, Anne Hathaway plays a phone sex worker, which jeopardizes her a growing relationship with Topher Grace. Wow, he sounds like a douche if that's threatening to him. Uh, it is, because he's an innocent boy from Indiana, and he has to learn... I'm an innocent boy from Indiana. (laughs) You're not innocent. I can handle that shit, though. But he has to learn to... Accept her uh, 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 from watching the example of Hector Alizondo and his wife Shirley MacLaine because they play the happening? old couple in love. Okay. Meanwhile, Bradley Cooper spends the whole movie harassing uh, Julia Roberts on an airplane. Why the fuck do I care? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I'm like I'm getting angrier as you tell me who these people are who are in this movie. Okay. Well, uh, uh, at one point Jennifer Garner runs into Taylor Swift. Who is carrying around a, a wait, teddy wait. bear as big as she is. Are you sure you mean Taylor Swift? 
The Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, we are never, ever, ever getting back together, yeah. Taylor Swift. Country singer turned pop star, Taylor Swift, yes. She's, uh, they got her acting, do they? They got her acting. She's actually dating Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner and Taylor, oh my god. Yeah, the, the werewolf from Twilight. I know who the yeah, fuck the Taylor with Lautner the, is. The kid the, with the neck. The neck, the big <laughs> thick neck, yeah. The human neck. I know who the fuck Taylor Lautner is and he's dating Taylor Swift. Yeah, That's he a, makes her gushy, but since she's Taylor Swift, she won't play a character that has sex. But I mean, it's a double Taylor combo of just no charisma. And t- Well, you'd think no charisma until you see their best friends who are played by get ready i don't know because they are not interesting or famous but they have the more interesting story because they're going to go away to college soon so they want to lose their virginity together on valentine's day during lunch break like oh my at school God. like they're seniors the car, in high like normal people yeah and so there's anyway that Where doesn't work out even take place la la there's yes. places in L.A. to fuck. Yeah, that's true. You don't do it at school. Yeah, no, they, it's a long story. I don't have time to go into oh, it. Oh, God. Okay. Um. Anyway, let's see. What else do I have on my notes here? Eventually, Bradley Cooper... Hey, spoiler alert. Who cares? Bradley Cooper is a preacher, and he's rich, and he's gay with the hunk. Eric Dane, whatever. I don't have time for it. Jennifer Garner... Ready? Here's my problem. It's not even a problem. It's a confusion. I get really confused about Jennifer Garner. Okay, I believe you. Oh okay. my god. Okay, fine. What, what next? What else? This is this is what happens with Gary Marshall ensemble cast movies. Yeah. There's so much. What? I want to punch you. Well, they they spend so much time very slightly dipping into a whole bunch of stories with, like, no substance. Yeah, because none of them are enough to carry a damn movie. No, no, no. So Jennifer Garner from... She was on that show with the wigs. Well, I'm always confused about Jennifer Garner because I've seen her in, like, six movies and I keep forgetting because she's... Maybe I need to watch Alias to get why people like her because she always plays the most boring character in anything. See, I have only seen very, very little Alias. Right. But I... Really don't remember what Jennifer Garner looks like at all. I just remember the wigs. Um, she's a pretty brunette. She's well, a little. She's actually a little bit Julia Roberts esque. You say brunette, and I notice that doesn't mean uh, a blue wig. So that could be anybody. That's a fair point. Yeah, in every other movie she's in, she just looks like her. She was uh, Elector in the Daredevil movie. Yeah, no, I remember that. That Ben Affleck vehicle. Yeah, yeah no, fuck that. Fuck that. But what I'm saying um, is Jessica Biel is in this movie, and she's sad. Um. Eventually, she makes out with Jamie Foxx, who is an ambitious newscaster who hates Valentine's Day. Oh. His boss is Kathy Bates. Unfortunately, we don't have time oh, to go into it. I like Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates is great. It's the first piece of good news I've heard in this whole story. She's in this movie for a minute. Okay. <laughs> Another actress you love, Kristen Shaw, plays a teacher in this movie for all of 45 seconds. Oh. Yeah. And then we have to go back to crappy characters. Taylor and Taylor. Big neck and little neck, I guess. I don't really know what Taylor Swift's neck looks like. I'm sure it's fine. No, Taylor Swift's neck is is graceful. I'm sure it's... Yeah, no, she's a very special unicorn. Yeah, I don't get it. Anyway, the worst character in this movie, Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day... Is uh, is a is a little kid named Bryce Robinson. Is this you a, don't know who he is yet? Name or Rem- no, that's the actor's that's name. The actor's name. You need to remember it because he's gonna grow up and you're gonna hate him. I for like the rest of the century. Oh god, he's gonna be like the next Kutcher. Oh okay? god, he's this bad because he's he keeps getting cast and things. He is now he is okay. I don't know kid actors. 
Yeah, he's in like Marley and Me and shit. Oh, fucking like he's a moppet. Yeah, oh, God. he's got like a like a mop of blonde hair. Does he straight up have the bowl cut? Please, God, say he has the bowl cut. Yeah, yes. yeah, okay. Yeah. He's a cousin Oliver with blue eyes. I, I don't know what cousin. <laughs> I think cousin Oliver is also blonde. So anyway, but go yeah, on. no one's gonna quiz me on cousin Oliver trivia. No, okay? no, that is not gonna be a part of your life. No, um, but he and now I think this is Gary Marshall's fault. Okay. Okay. He what, just what can't is... write children. He, he, he starts out writing this kid absurd lines. I think just because he wants to put his own weird old man speeches into Hector Elizondo's mouth. Okay. But the kid straight up says shit like, what's it feel like when you're in love, grandpa? Oh my god, and, I want to throw that kid out a window. And I have to buy these roses so that the girl I love at school knows that I love her and it has to be today. I want to throw him out a window and then he lands in a wood chipper. This kid gets so much screen time, he might as well be second build after Coocher. Oh god. It's like, it is a fucking, just, disaster. Why, why I mean, Jessica Alba is evil in this movie, but she's evil for like two minutes and it's like really passive-aggressive evil, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Patrick Dempsey is a more straight-up douchebag, but who cares? Yeah, who the fuck is Patrick Dempsey? We've been over this. He's Dr. Hunk or whatever. He's a hunk. Who cares? Dr. It's just hunks. He's Dr. Hunkasaurus or whatever they call him on that show. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, like okay, uh, I, uh, Bradley Cooper's primary character note. See, you find out he's a gay preacher who's also rich at the very end. Ooh, twist. Yeah. I guess. Is, yeah. That, is it a twist? Yeah, he... he, he See, he or is it a twist or do they just forget to mention it? Like, oh, fuck, we got to get this in there, too. As I said, he spends most of the movie harassing Julia Roberts and talking about how much he hates heart-shaped candy. Ooh! And we don't know bah, why. Humbug. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, so one of the final scenes is you see Eric Dane, the hunk, after he's come out, he's, like, at his, like, beach house asleep, and you see a, a slender man in a suit walk in, but his, his head is cropped see, off. See, that, that's what, no, the way you phrase that, yeah. slender man in a suit, I'm like, now this movie's getting jazzed up, but you mean an actual man who is thin. Yeah. Not the slender man in his suit. No. No, no see, that would be a good end to this movie. Just, oh, fuck you, monsters. Everyone gets eaten. If only. Yeah. If only. Yeah, there's no special scene with Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury at the end, and he, he recruits everyone Oh, to die. God. That you would, know, he, he, he recruits, recruits the B-Squad. He recruits everyone in this movie, and now Avengers 2 is going to suck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I cannot handle Topher Grace as an Avenger, okay? Oh, God. Don't make I me. couldn't handle Topher Grace in Spider-Man 3. He's not the only oh, reason God, it was he bad. Wasn't that. Uh, He's not the only reason it was bad, but he was a reason. Topher Grace sucks. Topher I don't Grace, even know why he sucks. He's just why is he here at all? Like Topher Grace has done less to earn his douchebaggery than anyone. Yeah. You know, I mean, normally when someone is a douchebag, mm -hmm. you kind of see it coming, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, okay, Mark Wahlberg is a douchebag. Yeah. But he used to be Marky Mark and took himself very seriously when he's Marky Mark, and now he would like to everyone to forget about when he was Marky Mark, because now he takes himself very seriously as Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, now he gets mad when you mention Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, got, as if that wasn't his fault. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He, he did that. He can be a douche. And he then he did underwear douche. ads. It's the, it's reality, Mark Wahlberg. Very Fucking serious underwear ads. Own up to your life, okay? You don't yeah. see Christy Turlington trying to get everyone to forget she posed in her underwear in an ad. She made a lot of money. Yeah, no, but the point is, 
Mark Wahlberg, you know, has kind of come by his douchebaggery honestly. Mm-hmm. Topher Grace got famous on a TV show where he basically played a less masculine version of me. Mm-hmm. And then went into full douchebag mode. Yeah. Like, no in-between, no transition. Topher Grace has not earned his douchebaggery. That's true, yeah. At least Coocher did annoying shit in-between. Yeah, he modeled underwear. Yeah, yeah. And, and married, uh, uh, what's-her-face? Uh, oh. Demi Moore, yeah, yeah. That's weird. That's why we have the word cougar now. Well, it's not the only reason, but it's why we know it. Yeah. Um, anyway... Um, Jessica Beale, as I said, is sad a lot. This, I um, forgot about her. God damn it. She keeps coming back. Jessica Beale is sad for most of this. She makes out with Jamie Foxx, so it's okay. But before that, she hosts a crazy party. Okay? An I hate Valentine's Day party. Ooh, bah humbug! And, I'm just yeah. going to say that every time someone hates Valentine's Day in this movie. And most of the cast comes to it, and they have a great time. She ends up hooking up. But it's in this Indian restaurant, Okay. And whatever. Yeah, because in India, they don't have Valentine's Day. Is that why she does it? Please say it's racist. Um, <laughs> It's racist in a different way. Oh, okay? good. Because okay. apparently Gary Marshall can't write Indians anymore than I he just, can write I children. wanted another reason to hate this movie, so I'm glad. Like, I'm, I'm not happy when anyone's racist, but in this case, I kind of am. <laughs> okay, so the woman that owns the Indian restaurant and runs it is the mom of the little girl that the annoying blonde kid likes. Okay. So she's running that restaurant and she says, we have a very busy night ahead of us. We have, we have this uh, crazy white lady's uh, Valentine's Day party. Okay. And then, and then we have an Indian wedding and a dinner. Okay. Indians don't call it an Indian wedding. They just say wedding. <laughs> I, I can't imagine anyone having any other kind of wedding at that restaurant. Well, yeah. <laughs> But in general, yeah. it's not like I say I'm going to go have a white people wedding. Well, like, that on would the be wedding. weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right, maybe I've the... been to some exceptionally white weddings. <laughs> all right, if all the groomsmen are wearing uh, uh, flannel shirts with the sleeves cut off, that's a white people wedding. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> there's there's none of that in this movie. No. They don't have that kind of white people in Los Angeles. No, no, they're they're showing the door. But yeah, yeah, the, the, but yeah, no, I'm I'm sure that it's this movie. Oh, and then the way, they sing karaoke and the they way do a everything weird dance. is like crisscrossing. Yeah, it's like Magnolia for stupid people. It's exactly what it is. It is the most mundane, pointless form of synchronicity possible. Like at one point, Patrick Dempsey comes into Ashton Kutcher's flower shop to buy flowers for his wife and his mistress, and his mistress is Ashton Kutcher's best friend, Jennifer Garner. Does he know that Patrick Dempsey is her mistressy? He finds out because A, he says his name, and Jennifer Garner's been gushing about him because she doesn't know. Mm -hmm. And then B, he has to write down names and addresses because it's a flower delivery service. So he writes her name down and her address, so he's like, oh, that's my best friend. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I would like to back the fuck up for a moment. (laughs) Okay. And say that Ashton Kutcher works in a flower shop in this movie. No, Ashton Kutcher owns a flower shop. Oh, holy shit! He's the boss of flowers. And Is he the flower boss? Does he have a reality show called like like the flower boss or like Ice Road Arrangers? No, but his his best friend, okay, his best friend is uh is an old uh, Latino actor you might recall. Danny Trejo. Uh, you're going to wish it was Danny Trejo when I tell you it was George Lopez. Son of a bitch. And George Lopez is wearing a, a pink hoodie 
and uh, uh, giving authentic advice throughout the film. I wish Danny Trejo was in the pink hoodie in this movie, just murdering the shit out of people. That would be a much better movie. You know, I feel like Danny Trejo could pull off a pink hoodie, like, just because he'd still be murdering people. Yeah, you're still not going to fuck with him. It's like, that's yeah. like, that's like when General Butt Naked murders people naked. Yeah. It's like, you're going to back off. Yeah, well, he eats people naked. I think he wears pants when you're murdering them. Oh, that makes sense. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd watch the shit out of a Gary Marshall ensemble movie with Danny Trejo in it. Except I say that now, mm-hmm. you know, but what's going to happen is Gary Marshall's going to fucking come out with Labor Day next year. And where everybody wants to use their day off and not squander it. But then, oh no, I squander my Labor Day every year and I have bad memories of Labor Day because that's when my dad died or whatever. I'm assuming that's what the stories are like in this. Basically, yeah. And then some guy, uh uh-oh, gets arrested for something and goes to jail. And who's the scary guy in the drunk tank next to him? (gasps) Danny Trejo for one scene. And that's that's what my wishing is gonna get me. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, also Queen Latifah is in this movie, but for like five seconds, so who cares? Um, Jesus she's, Christ. She's actually pretty good, but she doesn't do a lot. No, she's been um, good in movies. It's like... No, I, I like Queen Latifah, but again, she does like, like very little. She's someone who's made the jump, and yet, again, yeah. it's like, oh, well, here, be in this movie for five seconds. Yeah. You know what I like about Queen Latifah is she really sticks to the stage name. She's not doing, like, Puff Daddy, where he changes his name every year and expects us to go with it. Yeah, no, I mean, we all had to relearn who Dwayne Johnson was. Yeah, I still, yeah, exactly. I still keep calling him The Rock, but now I just slip into Dwayne, because Jesus Christ. Because it's in a lot of commercials for movies he's in and shit. Yeah, you get used to it. He's around a lot. But Queen Latifah is always Queen Latifah. She sticks with that shit. I mean, she has a real name. I don't remember. Yeah. It's something really, really normal. (laughs) Yeah, totally. You know, it's like Shirley Jackson or something. It does it's not that, but you know. Shirley Jackson's already somebody else. I I realize that. Yeah. (laughs) Most names are somebody. Yes. Yeah. But you get my point. I want to throw a rock at you now. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, Shirley Jackson joke. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the threads all tie together. Oh Christ. Here's the thing. This is worse. Than Gary Marshall's New Year's Eve, which may I remind you, prominently features Katherine Heigl. Oh God! Well, I at least remember Katherine Heigl. Who I the don't, fuck is Jennifer Garner? Here's the thing: I don't have anything against Katherine Heigl as a human being. No, I just don't like any of her movies. Yeah, no, it's like I've heard she's difficult to work with, but guess who's never going to work with her? Me. Yeah, or me. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, what's the output like? And the output is mostly meh. Dude, if we ever get some kind of contract where we're, like, casting films, obviously we're going straight for Kristen Shaw and Kathy Bates and Queen Latifah. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, hey, people who were good in this movie. Yeah, the that's, good actors who have no lines. That's that's actually a good standard to go by when you're, like, deciding who to cast. Who came out okay at the end of a Gary Marshall movie? Actually, that's not a bad idea. Like, yeah. who came out smelling okay at the end of that? Weirdly enough... Taylor Swift is one of the better actresses in this film. Like, I mean, she's playing, like, a dumb, shallow teenager. And I don't want to make any jokes about what Taylor Swift's like, because that's not my place. But she's a lot more convincing than Kutcher in this. Well, so most people are more convincing than Ashton Kutcher in most days. She's more convincing than Taylor Lautner, too, but that is... 
damning with faint praise. I don't know what. Like just, he cut his hair, and I just noticed how big his neck was. It's like what the fuck, man. You can't forget that neck. No. You don't even care about Edward Cullen's sparkly skin after that. It's just no, neck, like, neck, yeah, neck oh, all day. Sparkle, God damn. Werewolves, just big old necks. Jesus. I feel like he should have turned into a werewolf. He should have turned into one of those redwood trees. It's like that stupid. He did between movies. <laughs> anyway, I realize now this topic was not about the film Valentine's you Day. It was about the, the real meaning of, of actual Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, and that's where I come in and I play Linus to your fucking <laughs> all the other kids in the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Okay, I've been, I've been dancing for half an hour. Yeah, by the, yeah. lights please. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, so... And behold, the angel of the Lord. Uh, no. Okay, the actual St. Valentine. Yeah. Yeah, which I've been like waiting to say since we rolled this topic. And you started talking about this fucking movie for like 20 minutes now. It's, it, it, you just, it, there's so much and there's so little at the same time. I can't take it. The real St. Valentine. Yeah. He lived at some point, probably in Roman times, maybe. Okay. This is this is, this is one of those Catholic saints that it's like basically just some household god that they like filled in the blanks for and like gave it a legend. Probably. Okay. Yeah. No. There was a. There may have been a real guy named Valentine or Valentinus in Rome, mm-hmm. who may have been some kind of preacher. Yeah. And may have healed a blind girl. Okay. Sure. He did a miracle. And then yeah. went to prison for probably being Christian or something else. Who the fuck knows? Uh-huh. And then may have written a letter from prison to the girl he healed. Right. And then may have died if he existed in the first place. Well, it's interesting you bring St. Valentine up. Okay. Because in the film Valentine's Day... Jennifer Garner plays a school teacher to adorable children, and she tells them the story of St. Valentine. And she says, apparently, the Roman emperor wouldn't let any of his soldiers get married. Which doesn't make a lot of sense because you figure he needs new subjects, not yeah. just cannon fodder. So, yeah. right away, no. Rome, I mean, they, 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 they went by old school war rules. Just grab anybody, and now you're in the army. They didn't just have standing armies. I mean, yeah, they no, had they, some, but... They had children in the army. Like, you know, shield bearers and shit. Mm-hmm. So anyway, according to Jennifer Garner, Father Valentine or whatever was marrying the soldiers in secret to their sweethearts. And then he signed the first Valentine to his lady love from prison. Okay. Okay. Now, here's... The thing is, now, I grew up Catholic, more or less. Okay. Which is why I turned out sad and mean. And, uh... That fits the stereotype. I even went... As a child, to St. Valentine's Church, okay? That was the name of the church. Mm. And uh, so in Sunday school, we, of course, learned the story of St. Valentine, which was some shit about he went to prison for something uh-huh. and then wrote letters to his lady love, possibly on leaves that may have been heart-shaped. Okay. This has nothing to do... This That didn't even make Wikipedia. Now, did the, the, the traditional non-heart-shaped heart shape exist in Roman? Times? No, that's why he was using leaves. It comes from the leaf? No. 
No, there was no such leaf. This is bullshit. It just it was invented later, completely unrelated. Well, I've seen leaves that are a similar shape to that. There actually are plants that have no, leaves in that shape. There are, but that's not what was happening here. But, I mean, like, where does that come from? You that... can't write on a leaf. It doesn't matter. No, but, I mean, the heart-shaped heart shape that doesn't look like a, the heart of any animal. Oh, who the fuck knows? There's a, there's a finite number of shapes we can come up with without getting too confusing. Sooner or later, somebody was going to jump onto that one. Yeah, no one's going to make, like, swastika candy, so they had to use something yeah 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 okay i mean you know that used to mean other stuff you know way to ruin it but uh that's a good point yeah yeah you know, if hitler had put a big heart on that flag you know we would be probably having a very different valentine's day that would be interesting yeah okay yeah okay if you can't kill him with your time machine do that <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny okay go well, on anyway though the point is that he probably didn't write letters to anyone and then much, much later, like in the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. a bunch of people, probably including Chaucer, yeah. decided that the story of St. Valentine was somehow a good story to retell in the tradition of courtly love, as it was at the time. <laughs> okay. You know, like <laughs> singing lays for your betrothal or whatever, you know, mm. <laughs> or your betrothed. <laughs> And uh, I don't know. I think they they like rewrote the story where maybe he was banging the blind girl or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, or like not banging her, but you know, having a very chaste courtly romance where they walked about the gardens, and I assume he described shit to her. Right. Um, she got her sight back. That's what made him a saint. So. Oh, it's like Julia Louis Dreyfus in Arrested uh, Development. Yeah, and she could see too. So, yeah. you know. All right. Same sure. Deal. Why not? Yeah. Well, the point is, and then from there, just because that story stuck around, mm-hmm. when people forgot what the hell courtly love was and were just telling stories about romantic love, right? They were like, "Well, this is a classic love story from a long time ago. So let's just assume it's like how we consider love now." Right. And at some point, it and his feast day actually was February 14th, uh-huh. uh, possibly the day he was martyred on, Okay, if he was martyred, if he existed. Right. And so it was like, hey, we're, let's just fucking, you know, we know what day is related to this guy. Mm-hmm. If, he, if we're telling his story as this classic love story, which it probably wasn't, you know. Yeah. Then shit, you know, let's just say that that's a good day to buy flowers and candy and cards for people. Well, they used to write their own cards, but now it's everybody buys a card. Well, yeah, you know, cardstock. Yeah, it's really just they sing to you now. It's a very boring story of how uh, an old story that has nothing to do with what it's about now. Yeah, gets. Added to by somebody looking to jazz it up. And that's not a new phenomenon. What was Chaucer doing it? Right. And then that version of the story becomes the definitive one and gets adapted and adapted and adapted for new eras. Yeah. I mean, that's like in in the 90s when they did that Dracula movie, the Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, sure, yeah. And they were like, oh, man, we are going to fucking stick to the book in this one. Yeah. And, of course, they didn't because the 90s hunger for movies that stuck to the book... Right. Was counterbalanced or perhaps thrown completely off balance by the 1990s hunger for taking every story and turning it into a love story. Oh, yeah. So now, oh, Dracula has this long lost lady love that he wants to live forever so he can go extra long without ever seeing her again and trying to get back. And oh, surprise, uh, Mina looks just like her. Spoiler alert. Not in the book. Not in the book. I've read the whole thing. I've read it twice, yeah. It's actually a pretty good book. It's okay. 
Like, I, I think that book is still better than any Dracula movie. Well, it's certainly... Even the Bela Lugosi it's one. certainly closer to the book. Well, yeah. <laughs> the book is closer to the book? Yeah. Yeah. Than any of the movies. That's true, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there's the, the the book has so much more Renfield, and Renfield's my favorite I character. do love Renfield. Like, that I... That was would... the thing I liked about the, the 1990s movie, was that fucking Tom Waits is Renfield. Yeah. Yeah. That... And that alone rules. Yeah. Like, if the movie was just Tom Waits' as Renfield, like, everything from his point of view, like, uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead kind of thing, that could rule. Yeah. That could fucking kick ass. Yeah. Here's the problem with, like, uh, this is this, this is why I think... Well, the point um, is, Valentine's Day is basically Bram Stoker's Dracula, the holiday. Right. Here's why I think a romantic holiday is a bad idea. Oh, right. Okay? <laughs> right, because I forgot I, I hate it. Yeah, okay, you know, love... I'm familiar like with it. The emotion, romantic love, the nice. thing that people do, it is nice. Uh, 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 but the idea of like trying to focalize it on one day leads to really terrible habits. Okay. Now, when you say focalize, you mean focus? Maybe. <laughs> I've been watching too much nonsense. Yeah, but, clearly. So you get these like big, fat, dumb husbands, like in sitcoms, like Tim Allen and shit. Okay, or whatever the King of Queens is. I don't know. Kevin I mean, James. Yeah, I've, I don't. I don't watch Kevin James anything. No. Um, but anyway, but he was the zookeeper. <laughs> let's say it's Kevin James. Let's say Kevin James is is my Bradley Cooper in this scenario. Whatever that means. <laughs> I hope it doesn't mean he's rubbing lilies on my face when I'm asleep. Oh God, because that's... that's not okay. Oh yuck. But yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. So I forgot his name already. Kevin James. Kevin James. So Kevin James, right, is like, well, as long as I get Valentine's Day and our anniversary and her birthday and Christmas all right, it doesn't matter how much of a dumb, incompetent, piece of shit, useless husband I am the rest of the year. Here's some flowers, honey. It's like, like if you love someone, and that's awesome, do it every day. That's a 365-day-a-year job, man. Yeah, actually. I mean, yeah. and the thing is, like, the uh, the whole, oh, man, it's Valentine's Day. I better impress. I better make a fucking grand gesture. Yeah. A, fuck grand gestures, okay? Because to be properly grand, it has to be in public. And that's just like, hey, wife, I'm going to humiliate you in public. Oh, yeah, never do that. Yeah. Well, that's, know, yeah, unless. That's a dick move. Like, one in a million people are actually really into that. And yeah. you should find out ahead of time. Yeah, no, I mean... Cause Grand you... gestures are almost always regrettable. Yeah, yeah. And so, A, that sucks. But, B, the whole grand gesture thing, it plays into this very puritanical notion that, you know, well, relationships are hard work. If it's bad, well, you kids keep at it. You know, I mean, like, the way you're describing Valentine's Day, the movie, you know... Mm-hmm. Or, or not even Valentine's Day the movie, but, you know, movies, like romantic movies and stuff where the couple eventually is like, oh, man, this is going to be tough, but let's stick to it. Right. It's like those movies, the the, the King of Queens and all the Big Fat Husband sitcoms, all those, mm-hmm. these are about couples who should be splitting up. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. They are. They are. If you If you have to focus all your love on one day or you'll forget. Yeah. <laughs> What the hell is that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's like, oh, man, I'd better buy something expensive. That's the impulse of a horrible person. I mean, people have life problems. You yeah. know, they have to deal with mortgages and jobs and, you know, jealousy and food and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. The actual act of love, if it doesn't, you know, work, yeah, then it's not working. Yeah, correct. I mean, I, I, I know that sounds oversimplistic, but... Come on. 
No, there are definitely times when it's not working. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, like the, the impulse of I better buy something expensive or do something crazy expensive that we never do, we never would do normally. Right. But it's this day, I got an impress. Yeah. That, like I said, the impulse of a horrible person, the impulse of somebody who's like, let's pretend to be rich for a day. And normally... Let's pretend that I still like you for a day. Oh. And normally this is where I would complain about diamond commercials. But guess what? Diamond commercials aren't on TV to piss me off right now because it's Halloween. Yeah, it's not actually Valentine's Day. But anyway... Uh, but we blood, are mad about it early. Blood diamond trade, people murdering each other in Africa. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, Buy a science diamond or buy anything other than a diamond. Buy a chunk of a meteorite. Those come from space. Children don't have to mine them. Seriously, yeah. Little kids were murdered for that ring, alright? Yeah. Just think about that, ever. Um, <laughs> science diamonds are cool, too. Science yeah. diamonds are awesome. Yeah. Science diamonds kick ass. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, though, the point is that, yeah, okay, there are gonna be, on Valentine's Day, all the, the fancy places, all the restaurants and stuff like that, they're gonna be crowded as shit. Mm-hmm. For all the horrible people who are like, Oh man, I'd better pretend that we like to go to this place. Mm-hmm. Like this is a place we would ever go or have any interest in going any other day of the year. Right. Let's fucking pretend that for one day. Yeah. Or conversely, this is a place we want to go, but we never do because we've stopped caring. Right. Meanwhile, the cool people of the world are like, hey, let's go to that place or do that thing that we definitely both like. Yeah. Let's do something that means something to us, not something to impress our respective in-laws. DQ blizzards, man. Hell yes. Yeah. Get some DQ blizzards, get some fries, fuck it. Yeah, dip them. Dip yeah. the fries in the blizzard. Yeah, totally. Go nuts. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if that's what you're into, that is a big deal for you. That's a romantic day for you. Yeah. So is 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 Target still selling like fruit brute and and blueberry and frankenberry and fruity mummy joe and everything? Like Last that? I checked, yes, all of the monster cereals, not just Count Chocula, but your frankenberry, your blueberry, your fruity mummy joe, yeah, all on sale at Target. All right, I'm gonna go get some of those before they sell out. All right, have all a right. good uh, have a good breakfast, Doc. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Happy uh, Halloween. That's I'm not going to call it that. No, let's never no. call it that again. You stop. Yeah. But happy actual Halloween, everybody. Yeah. Now that we know the true meaning of Valentine's Day. And do you think Booberry eventually married Sue from Miss Pac-Man? Yes. Like, they're contemporaries. Yeah, because they they're both ghosts. You yeah. know, she's pink, he's blue. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Like, that's a that's a beautiful Halloween romance right Or wait, there. was she the orange one? Was Pinky the pink one? Uh, I think... Whatever. They both go well with blue in terms of contrast. Yeah, either way. Yeah. It works. But it yeah. still works. No, yeah, he's a ghost, she's yeah. a ghost, you know, and if she takes his name... Yeah, then she's Sue Berry. Sue Berry, Boo yeah. Berry and Sue Berry. Boo Berry and Boo Sue and Berry. Sue Berry. We're gonna go yeah, that's, on their, that's on their mailbox. We're having dinner at the Berries tonight. Maybe they have a son ghost named Lou. I, I ghosts too, ghosts was, don't have children. That was too much. Yeah. No, because they're you know why? Because they're dead. Yeah, ghosts can't procreate. They're dead. But the point but maybe is, maybe they can fall in love. I like to think that yeah, Booberry and Sue from Ms. Pac Man when they both retired in the eighties. Yeah, you know, hooked up. It'd yeah. be sweet. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, happy Halloween. It is. It is a nice it's, romantic Halloween thought. Yeah. It's gonna, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I actually feel good about this okay. now. Kinda. <laughs> I mean, it's stupid, but whatever. Fuck you, Gary Marshall. Fuck you, Gary Marshall. All right, have a good breakfast. 
is a monster in my pants And it does a nasty dance When it moves in and out Everybody starts to shout This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.